Hoyland versus Nunes, but also we'll talk generally about the, the number nine um, position and how it's changing. Uh, do do you guys have an immediate preference between these two? It's really funny. I was uh, chatting to a, a Man United mate in the pub and a, a Liverpool mate, and they're having a very good argument about this. <laughs> I think if you look on the pure stats, right, and and let's pull them up now. Nunes has got nine goals, seven assists. Hoyland's got uh, seven goals and two assists at the moment. In how many games? Same, same so, amount. So uh, I think Hoyland's is around twenty games, and then Nunes is about twenty-four. And they're in, they're both in the same amount of competitions. One in the obviously was in the Champions League, Europa League, all competitions. Hoyland's now got what 15 in 30 goals and assists yeah I okay immediate answer I'd say Nunes immediate answer I think Nunes is a more rounded player I think he I think he's a better presser off the ball I think he's much more of a handful for defences and as much as Hoyland's doing well I I Six weeks ago, he was a meme. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Six six weeks ago, he was making an Australian TikTok star a bit of money. So like, <laughs> let, let's we got not... to shout that guy out. Nah, right, yeah, mate, Sean, big up, man. Mate, I yeah. seen him kicking the ball the other day. He's looked all right. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. <laughs> let's not he get that. Got credit. his eyes on him. <laughs> <laughs> Can he stay fit for Newcastle? Oh, but, but no, but I, I, I think you can't discount the fact this could be a purple patch. We've seen plenty of strikers go through purple patches in the Premier League that sort of blur our vision a little bit in terms of how good a players they actually are. I think Hoyland's got a lot in the bank and I think he's got the potential to be an amazing striker the the thing I think we're looking at really we are talking potential when we're talking about Hoyland aren't we we're talking about the potential to keep this he's younger though he's, 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 four years younger. he's 20 yeah and yeah. Nunes is 24 he's, he's younger the, the thing in four years in four years time imagine what Hoyland's going to do in the Premier League in so four in, years time in four years time my question would be uh, <laughs> Nunes, I think, is a perfect Klopp forward. I th- I, and I think Klopp has guided him really well and developed him as a forward really well. I look at Hoyland under Ten Hag. He's getting no service. He's getting so few touches per game. And I, I don't know how his game is going to be. Does that not impress better. you even that's, more, though? It, yeah. well, it, it, he's living on scraps. Yeah. And that's not his fault. Like, the, the level of service he's got is pathetic. And he, although he's missed a few sitters, as they all do, for me, as a finisher... If I had to put my house on one, it's going to be on Highland. But Nunes is just a volume player, isn't he? Nunes is one of them. We we watched the other day, and we're literally counting the shots that Nunes takes in ten minutes, and it's like ten. Do you know what I mean? It's, I, but, it's crazy. But, but again, you've mentioned the service. Nunes does get a lot more service than Highland, so you can't be more wasteful. Whereas if Highland was in that uh, Liverpool team. Bro's probably putting down some yeah. serious numbers. Um, I, I'm leaning Hoyland. Nunes, I, Nunes doesn't put up the same sort of numbers if he's playing in Hoyland's team. That's the difference. That's what I'm saying. Hoyland goes into Liverpool and probably puts up similar numbers. Nunes doesn't go into Man United and put up I, similar I disagree numbers. with that. I, I don't think Hoyland does those. He, he doesn't move enough. He hasn't got he, His movement is nowhere near as good as Nunes is. I don't think he presses enough for a Liverpool team. I don't think he runs behind a lot. I know we're saying the chances. I think Nunes makes a lot of chances for himself just by the runs he makes. I agree with that. I think that look, Nunes is a fucking nightmare to play against. And he do, yeah, I, I think that's a really good point. I'm just going... My, my point was purely on the finishing. Hoyland for me is... Well, if one goes through on goal, you're always back in Hoyland to score over Nunes. I mean, you look at Nunes, like you were saying about being a volume player, that's completely right. You've got... He, he's top of the league for, when it comes to shots. Top when it comes to shots on target. When you go shot accuracy, 30, <laughs> 34th. Right. He's 34th. He's 34th. day, he sums it up though, right? Because he goes one-on-one with the keeper and everyone's hearts in their mouth. You're like, fuck me. And he chips the keeper that like finish was like it was, it was world class right 
it was nil nil at the time. Yeah. Like that's the one that you want him to roll it down into the bottom corner and yet he's sort of like taking the piss or whatever. You know when you say about age as well, like listen, I've I've got no doubt that Nunes is gonna get a lot better. And I really, really rate Nunes, but when you look at age as well, you know what Hoyland's age, like a lot of strikers weren't putting up good numbers at that age. Like Eto, I Aguero. Know how you know this because you made a video about making, Jackson. I was making this argument for Jackson, Jackson, but it's true. Eto, Aguero, Ruud van Nistelrooy, and there's more that I can't even think of off the top of my head. <laughs> a lot of strikers weren't putting up them sort of numbers at that age. When you look at the fact that Hoyland didn't score for what 14 matches, was it 14 matches? Mm. 13, 14 matches. To then now be on the streak that he, listen, he is on a hot streak, and that's undeniable. But I'm not looking at him at the minute and thinking this is going to come to an abrupt end. Like that was I, Ten Hag's fault as well for, for yeah. some of that. Like, like you, you, you weren't giving him like good wingers to play with. He was playing with fucking Anthony, like for part of that. You know what I mean? Like the, the service was not. I, I know. We, I know we're not going down this route of the Ten Hag thing again. But you look at Man United's uplifting form. Well, Hoyland started scoring goals, that's and it's li- that's the difference. That's it. Literally, literally, is the difference, isn't it? Yeah. So, oh, absolutely. Like, yeah, he's, he's carrying them in a way that Rashford did last season. I, I think they're not playing well. Like, yeah. this, like Nunes is playing in a team that are playing fantastic football. Uh, like, and I, I just I'm, all I'm suggesting is, like when Raheem Sterling played for Manchester City, he was never as good as what the numbers suggested. And it was no. the minute you pull him out of that, you can see that. So I just think that we have to kind of take into account that. They get much better service at Liverpool. I think that this shootout between Hoyland and Nunes is a lot more of a fair fight than the shootout we were seeing last season when they were both brought in between Haaland and Nunes mm. because that Nunes just isn't gonna isn't gonna be at that level of clinicalness, level of goal scoring, you know. Despite Haaland missing a few sitters against Chelsea, whereas I think this is more of a fair fight when you're saying right, who who who's up there? Who's going to be the Do one? Do you know what's mad though? As we're seeing the four year age gap, I wouldn't be shocked. And I've rated Nunes from day one, so this isn't me trying to put the guy down, but if Hoyland grows and grows and all of a sudden we're looking at this in a few years and, and one of them is pulled away completely from the other and, and with Hoyland being in such red hot form while we're making this video, I'm leaning towards him being the, the more clinical. Because when you look at strikers in the modern game, there's not many that are that like I don't think Haaland is that clinical and that sounds mental no, and, right? but I think that's actually an argument for Nunes because I, th- I think the whole point of Haaland is again he just takes loads of shots he gets himself in goal scoring positions consistently every game yeah, yeah. He, has, he has three more shots per 90 um, uh, Nunes over Haaland yeah that and that like and on, on the Haaland thing like but you can't kind of bank on that many chances being created in every other team aside from Liverpool and Man City, right? Is, you know, is there an argument, though, that Nunes has had a tougher start to life in the Premier League than Hoyland has? Because, like we're saying, right, we don't really think Man United have massively got a style of play. If it is, it's probably counter-attacking, but it's not like they've got a massive style of play. So if you go into a team that hasn't really got much of a style of play, you just do you, don't you? You you just do whatever comes natural to you. Whereas Nunes will have had to adapt his game and suit a system. Do you know what Nunes does way more than Hoyland, though, is he brings other people into play. Like, I know he's usually playing off the left, and so it's not always easy to compare, but Hoyland's barely got any assists, and Nunes has got seven, and he has way more key passes per game. Like, he's bringing other people into the the game, isn't he? I think that's a great point. However, 
When you're playing with Marcus Rashford, you might as well be playing with a fucking bowling ball out on the left. <laughs> yeah, no. like, did you see that guy try to track back the other day when he was? Who was it? He was supposed to be Ross press- Barkley, yeah. and Ross Barkley just wandered round him like an old lady on the landing. Like it was so amazing. I could understand that being passes to Hoyland. I, I wouldn't say it was Hoyland uh, with the sister. Like Rashford, Rashford wants to score goals. He's not. He's not. You know, but not tracking back because he doesn't want to no, score. I'm just trying to. Is is Rashford as smart and as clever as a footballer? as Jota is I don't think no. so well, you, if you look at the Liverpool team as well which the guys that Nunes is tasked with laying on assists for if it comes to it you got what three players uh, four if you include Nunes himself over 10 goals this season you got Jota you got Gakpo obviously Salah all over 10 you then got Louis Diaz who's on nine you know what I mean to so be, to be look playing with Mo Salah, front line. Mo Salah Jota and Diaz uh, and have those options around you um, and I totally agree like I think Nunes is the more giving and more um, you know like all rounded colla- player yeah he's a collaborative yeah, yeah, yeah. player yeah. but to play with Marcus Rashford and Garnacho, who are two of the most frustrating footballers according to Manchester United fans to, to watch as much as they're good ball strikers they're not smart and switched on the way those Liverpool play. so it just makes it that much harder for Highland to rack those numbers up I mean I'm basing a lot of this on the finishing Do you know, we're, we're, we're all unbiased here though and, and the question to ask is who would you want in your team if you were going to sign one of those strikers Fuck me. who would like, easy, honestly who would you want for me, who would you say easy for me, Nina. Why? Why is it I, so easy? I, I think more so than any other position. Hmm. I think I think a striker really defines your team. I think you can only play certain styles of football dependent on who that striker is. And I think Nunes is quite versatile in that. I think you can play him off off wide positions. I think you can play him through the middle. I think he presses really well. As you say, he links up really well. I think think some of his assists have been amazing. Some of the balls that he plays into the box, we know he's going to miss chances. But we're we're talking about a Premier League era where there are so few great nines. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? And and I, I just think you can be so much more adaptable in your style of play. I would love Nunez Arsenal. But you're but we're talking about Arsenal here and you're sort of looking at Tony and there's sort of if and under, I don't like, think whether you're going to get him. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, But you're looking at like Tony is an out and out number nine, isn't he? He's not one of those. He's, he's, he's not a Nunez where he can come off a wing. He is an out and out. His, goal, his link up numbers are fantastic, Tony. He's one of the best link up forwards in the game. But you don't think you don't think that you really need an out and out number nine and no. maybe the mould is a finisher like a Hoyland. Well, over for you on no. top of that as well as are you coming this from an angle from an angle who someone who hasn't had the frustration of watching Nunes miss so many sitters as brother, well. Brother, I've watched Gabriel Jesus and Havertz all season. I, <laughs> I, I know what missed chances look like. Okay. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> now, to answer your question, do, do, do I think we need like an out-and-out out Haaland-style nine? No, we don't. Because it's not the way we play football. The way we're playing football right now, since coming back from Dubai in, in January, we're, we're basically playing with two false does, nines. Does that but, not take you and move you on to the next level of what you need to do to win Premier Leagues? No, no, I don't. Because I think we'd have to change our style of football. But every week I keep hearing Arsenal fans going, oh, all we need is a goal scorer. We need someone to get the ball in the back of the net, hold up play, bring other players in and score goals. And every time you go, Jesus isn't that guy, you know, that's why we need Tony. And then you're saying you don't want that well, player. You're, you're, it's like, what? what you're, you you're listening to different, different Arsenal fans <laughs> to me. You're listening to idiots. You're listening to Arsenal fan TV. Shout yeah. out, Robbie. But I, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, look, I, 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 think, I think in the modern era, you need, you need a forward that does everything. I'm not saying Hoyland can't do that, by the way. As you say, he's 20 years old I think he's got a lot going for him I watched him come on at the Emirates by the way and I thought he looked great yeah. I thought he looked a real handful yeah, I think was. defenders don't like playing against him he's physical he's strong he's got a lot going for him I just look at Nunes right now and I go you are every defender's worst nightmare big fast you do 
not stop running the whole game. And right now, I think he's got a record that he scored a lot of goals in Portugal. And you can go, yeah, okay, this this is someone who I think you will come in and you will do stuff. Mm. Hoyland, for now, I agree with you, Brian. I, I, you cannot discount the fact that in five years' time, this guy could be one of the best strikers in the world. We could also be looking back in two years' time and going, he's he's shorn off TikTok again. So. We, <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't know right right now I, I'm, I'm just saying six weeks of scoring goals isn't enough for me to go this guy's the man whereas right now I'm looking at Darwin Nunes and going you are the marquee signing you are the biggest forward signing that the number one team in the Premier League have bought and you are the biggest goal contributor for that team and right now you have to give him his flowers I, I really want to drop Isak into this conversation for some reason because he's the same age I love him. Um, I love him. You you know I like him, man. And I mean, we, I was just wondering where you, as a side note, where where you put Isak in relation to these two. Me personally, yeah. The, the the problem is with Isaac is he runs like Thierry Henry. He scores side foot. He finishes like Thierry Henry, and he wears a number fourteen on his back. So my head <laughs> looks at him. He looks like a young guy. The young version. My my head looks at him and sees an injury prone player who hasn't quite come to the Premier League and scored goals in the way that he did for Sossisad. But my heart is saying, get him to Arsenal. Rip that. I mean, he scored more in goals in the Premier League than Nunes. So. Yeah, well, mate, I I love him. I, I for, for me, I, if I do, do, you wanna, do you want to do you want to do top five? Number nine's in the Premier League. You can't, you can't. You, I, yeah, look, yeah. Haaland's the best. We know that. Do you know yeah. what it is though about Haaland? Like while we're on him, just watching him the other day, I thought to myself, you get all these chances, and you're you're an athlete, you're a beast of an athlete. But if I was to look at a prime Shearer getting the chances you get, or a prime Van Nistelrooy, even it's not even about Shearer because mm. I know I love Shearer. I think Van Nistelrooy and Shearer and Henri. All three are better finishers than Holland is. Holland is just this modern day robot beast, and yes, he's a great, he's a good finisher. I'm not saying he's, but he's the 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 way he misses certain chances. I have seen, I've watched and studied Alan Shearer for so long. I don't even have to like put him there. I can imagine him there. Mm. He would have gotten more goals in that scenario. But the skill is getting the chances. He gets those chances because, as you say, he's a. Free I'm just Catholic. talking about finishing. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I'm yeah. not talking about his game, well, I, I, athleticism. He's a fucking six foot odd beast. He's He's probably quicker and stronger and he's better at other things than those players are. But as a finisher, he's not the best finisher the Premier League's seen despite him being the gold machine that he is. He's also 23. Yeah. Like, like he's going to get better at finishing. No, but you at, know at what? 23, I, I don't think he's going to get that much better, bro. Like I, I, think, I think Alan Shearer at that age would have just done a madness well, well, with uh, those chances. So let's talk about the best Premier League strikers of all time. We're talking about probably Henri and Shearer. Yeah? yeah, Henri at 23 years old was a winger mm. he came into Arsenal and I, I actually little shout out I did a show with Lee Dixon for BT Sport last week mm. Lee Dixon said that when Henri came to Arsenal they were looking at him in training going "Who? Is, what is this kid supposed to be and they, they, <laughs> they, said, they said to Wenger they were like where are you going to play him and Wenger said he's going to be our striker and they were after him mm. now obviously Wenger saw something and he developed but I think it's fair to say as you were saying earlier Joey strikers don't always peak in their early 20s they develop and I think Haaland's just going to get better and better at finishing but the skill that you have to credit Haaland with is he's got the physicality the pace the way he just stretches his legs out he gets to balls that no one else gets to and that's why he misses so many chances because he creates so many for himself yeah mm. Haaland, Haaland just feels so far above any other striker in the Premier League he's just like another level oh, he's right, a freak. No, yeah, yeah. he's an absolute he's freak. the best but then for me second and this is my heart and this is looking at him wearing a 14 shirt and the way he runs I think second could be Isak I really do like, like pure number nine who do you put above Isak? Tony. Tony? Yeah. What are you basing that on? His previous record in yeah. the Premier League? Yeah. 
Because I because I don't have any doubt that Isaac has a much higher ceiling than Ivan Tony. But I would also argue against like, you know, when we speak about age profile, when we look at Ivan <laughs> Tony, not, 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 not age, not age, not age, age no, age profile. When we look at, uh, no, I don't care about his age, I care about his age profile. When we look at Ivan Tony, I still think he's got a way to go. I still think we can see him get better if he levels up in a better team. I don't think he's peaked yet. I don't, I don't look at that and think, oh, well, you're 27, you know, I think he can level up when he goes into a better side. I look at his link up play with strikers around him. I think he's clinical in front of goal. Isaac, I think has a very, very high ceiling, but I need to see, and, and this is a big if, but I need to see Zach 15, 20 games in the team, starting lineup. And, and when I have seen runs of him in the team, oh my God, he looks unreal. When you're in the Champions League and you're, you know, whatever team is playing Barcelona, do you think they're more scared of Tony or do you think they're more scared of Isaac? I don't I think, it, I don't think, it, I don't think it, I don't think it matters too much who they're more scared of. I think we're going on who can deliver more. Mm. And if we do, fa- like we always go, yeah, on their day, okay, brilliant. But, you know, we can make the on the day argument about Reese James all I want, but we're never going to see him on the pitch. So I think you have to draw some sort of realistic scenarios when we speak about these things. So, and we, we, we take the injury record into account and availability, which we all know is the best ability. And then I look at Ivan Tony, who ironically hasn't been available because of his gambling. But when I look at him at the minute, at this moment in time, I do put him ahead of Isaac in terms of who can guarantee I'm looking at the goals lads just to give you a bit of context between these two so uh, I think Tony um, for Brentford did um, 12 goals in 32 games uh, Mm. before he hit form the following Mm. season 20 goals in 33 games a lot of penalties Uh, a lot Mm. of right okay Isaac this season in 14 uh, starts has 10 goals yeah Uh, last season in 17 starts got 10 goals so he's averaging better than a goal every other game Mm. the thing about Isak that is the 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 thing that makes me want to inject him into that conversation in the first place was you're talking about what he does for the rest of the team and how much better he can make other players look around him at times and how clever he is Mm. his touch his dribbling ability for six foot three or whatever he is he's so good with the ball at his feet like that that assist against Everton for Murphy that was you're not seeing Nunes do that you're not seeing any other player on this list even Erling Haaland could not do that actually that is unique to Isak and that's where I'm like when I was watching him that was why when I brought up Henri I got told off by an Arsenal fan named Marvin for doing that but like I, I did see Henri in, in him not, he's never going to be Henri he's never going to be that level in my opinion but I'm not sure how far off he will be I how don't old know. is he? how old is he? he's 23, 24 he's young yeah. I think I think he's 23 Brian he's young yeah. Isak and, and like you say the scoring record's there the pace is there people talk about his fitness a lot in, in La Liga he had two 38 game seasons and then one 33 game season I, I, look I don't want to get into a conversation about Newcastle's fitness department but you got a lot of injuries and that's a player who did not have those injury problems before coming to Newcastle I don't know he did He did get a little bit injured uh, but yeah he's definitely been if there's one criticism of him it's it's that it's like you're looking at him thinking you need to put a bit of beef on you need to fill out a bit like Henri himself did when he came and he was that skinny winger and then he like by the end of his career he looked like fucking yeah. Hulk so he might, he might, he might do that he whatever, might the, whatever Henri was doing I'm just saying he sucked look into it right <laughs> um, similar just don't tell Gary Neville whatever Ronaldo was doing as well no um, personally right now I'd go Isak number two 
Uh, I, I would. Um, I, w- I wouldn't put Tony third. I, th- I it, think I'd have Nunes third. Oh, fuck me. Is it 20 goals in 33 games, though. That's, no, that's pen- pretty lethal. Like, pen- for Brentford. For Brentford. <laughs> when you just say that. Brentford. Like, is like, it a bit harsh on the ones that we're not even mentioning him? You know, 13 goals, 10 assists this year. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot of goal involvement for Villa. Yeah, that is class to be fair. Like we're not even we're not even mentioning him. I think another one that we got to talk about, Solanke, again, mm. Bournemouth. Another terrible Eddie Howe signing. Mm. What a shame. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I did notice? Like t- total different debate. Other one, another video. Um Go how, how many how many Bournemouth players Eddie Howe signed that are still fucking kicking a ball for them? Yeah. Anyway. Um all right, Solanke is is he in the top five? Solanke fourteen goals yeah. this year. I, I think we just is that not recency though? Yeah, that's a little bit. I, but what I, are you I doing? Are you doing the, form? Were you the, doing like what well, you depend, did ten years ago? Depend, depending on what order you put them in, I think the five would be Haaland. Mm-hmm. Nunes would make it into that five. Isaac, Tony, Highland maybe, Richarlison. I think you've got to talk about Richardson. I think you've got to talk about Watkins. You got to. Talk uh, about you put you'd put Watkins ahead of Richardson for me. I would, I would My thing about so. Richarlison is like he's only just started looking like the player he is, and that that for me putting him in there, it's like it's classic form from him. Like, he was I don't, pretty good for Everton. No, he's a good he? player, he's but good at like, Watford as well. Yeah, he's always been a good player, but like the numbers he's doing now, I'm not expecting him to continue. I am expecting Hoyland to continue them, mm. not necessarily in the form he's in, but he will keep scoring goals, in my opinion. Like he's he's living on scraps. Like uh, Richarlison's getting much better service, in my opinion. I don't. Th- I think it's a bit too early to say Hoyland's in the top five in the league. I wouldn't have Hoyland in there. Right, my my five: Haaland top, Isaac second, Nunes third. I'd then go Watkins fourth. Mm. Then I go Tony fifth. I don't mind that. God, you really don't rate Tony, do you? No, Matt. I, listen, I, obviously Arsenal been linked with him a lot. Mm. I. There's a few things with Tony. First of all, the goals are, are like pushed up with a lot of penalties. There's a lot of penalties in there. The other, mate, he doesn't run. He doesn't look like quick. That's he what I was mate, thinking. He doesn't run. I was just thinking man. that the whole time. He doesn't mm. run. And I know you have to, we have to have the conversation of going like, he plays for Brentford. If he goes for a better team, does he improve? I actually think that there, there are some players that don't. There are some players where a team is built around them. They are literally the team. Ricky Lambert. Yeah, you could argue. He didn't improve, did he? You could argue Jack Grealish. Uh-huh. You could you could argue Jack Grealish, yeah. and, and I, I I think that Brentford really suit Tony. Tony, they play to his strengths. They have players that run off of him. They play really direct towards him. I think it, like the last thing I'd want would be Tony and Arsenal because I think with Arsenal, our greatest strength is the way we press off the ball. Tony's not going to do that. All the top teams do that. Liverpool do that. I think he'd maybe suit Chelsea. I th- I, I, no, no, I, I don't. I don't. None of the but, top but teams want him. Let's worry about the top teams. You're not. You're not. Let's be honest. You can worry about the top teams. Newcastle, Arsenal. Let's do that rank in the all-time Premier League tables. Off the best. <laughs> if, if, if Chelsea get Tony, they could finish ninth. Is what I'm saying. I don't know. I'm joking. No, no, no. I'm, I'm joking. What I'm saying is, in terms of your style of play, I think you actually because you'd have Jackson running off, yeah, you'd have Palmer running off him, and Kunku running off him. I think you kind of suit him. Is there a possibility in the summer that Tony doesn't get this big move? You know. He's been twerking all, all season. But the twerking's about, the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know he's been saying, like, oh, I want to go to a big club. Do you think there's a possibility? Why yeah, the twerking's twerk the problem? Yeah, the twerk is a problem. <laughs> no, that is a problem. The it is a problem. Because say, if, if I want him bought in as a Chelsea fan, listen, I'm going to bend and end up, you know, going, all right, get him in. But <laughs> I don't like the fact, no, I don't like the fact that he hasn't even mentioned Chelsea. Like, he said Arsenal and Liverpool, it, hasn't he? When he's been asked about it, he, he Arsenal and Liverpool. He probably the lips on Nurgan Klopp. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think a lot of top clubs will be put off by some of 
his behaviour. And I'm not talking about the gambling thing, by the way. I, I think the gambling thing... Well, I they think, love the gambling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm cool with the gambling thing. <laughs> no, it's the I, rest of it. I, I think, I think, look, give the geezer a bit of credit. I think he pointed out systemic problems with gambling in football and I think he was right to do so. And fair play to him. He, he, you know, he was suspended for a certain period of time. I think he spoke well about it in that time. I think since then... It's all part of the plan. <laughs> <laughs> what he was putting on all those bets intentionally because he no, wanted no, to make no, a big no, point no, no, about betting. I haven't said that. I'm going to show them. I'm going to lose so much money and then I'll change. <laughs> I just think of the help that. I'm giving here. <laughs> just he, doing my best. he was a martyr for the cause. He went, he went down. He, can, can someone? Can you tell me why the fuck you don't like the twerk and shit? Because I think I, I don't think top clubs want that. I, th- I think I think look, Brentford stuck by him. Brentford played the fucking Undertaker theme music when he. Came Came back for them but went on the first game back. Since then, all he's done is work for a bigger move. Spoke about them like shit. Said, you know, the, the man scored a few goals. He's scored a couple of goals, but then there's been a couple of games where he hasn't looked interested. I, I don't know. I, I just think big clubs are going to look at the way that he's behaved with Brentford. I think if you is got- there an attitude in the interview? Because I feel like yeah. the thing that I don't like about it is he talks about himself as if he's better than Brentford. And as much as we understand why, because Brentford are a smaller club and he his performances have looked outrageously good compared to the rest of the pitch you still don't do that to a football club there's a certain class that you have to hold yourself um, and like for example there's players at Newcastle right now that I know full well shouldn't be fucking there mm. I know fine well that Bruno Gimmerich could play for fucking Real Madrid or who, you know what I mean but he he talks about the club with absolute respect that he, he loves being there and for me that makes me admire him even more and I think other clubs when they come to look at his character will say that and Ivan Tony. After having not a lot of great success in his career, let's not forget the five seasons he did fuck all at Newcastle, ironically, is getting a bit above his station when he talks about Brentford and the when he talks about his potential move in the flamboyant open way he does. He's their captain, by the way. Yeah. He's their captain, Mate, by the it's way. It's not a good look, man. No, he, he came straight back against Forrest. They put a captain's armband straight back on his arm. They played the Undertaker theme music. They, 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 they'd done everything for him. And straight, and he's, he's, he's There's doing, kids in the crowd thinking, fuck me, the Undertaker. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> no, it's just Ivan Taylor. What a but it's, 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 you know, and he's, he's doing, he's doing Diary of a CEO. He's doing interviews with the Daily Mail. He's, he's doing everything he can. He's singing from every hymn sheet to try and get that big move. And for me, that looks like a player who doesn't look confident he's going to get the move. Because if you thought you were going to get your move, you just get your head down, you perform as well as you can and you go, come the summer, I'm off. I know you want to offload him to us but he's definitely not coming to Chelsea. He looks like he's not coming to Arsenal so where's he going to go? Like that's the that's the ultimate thing. Like there aren't really many other clubs. He's probably not going to go to United with Hoyland there. He's, he's not going to... Go I, I can't imagine him going to Liverpool either. I can't really see them fitting him in. You know the thing with Liverpool though? New manager. Hmm. You, don't, you don't know what's going to happen there really I, I don't think you will go to Liverpool I don't Liverpool. think Jabby Alonso is going to sign up I, I, I also think right. at Liverpool there's maybe five players who get in a team ahead of him in terms of their forward line yeah. I, I, <laughs> all this being said it's it's dawning on me he's coming to Chelsea I think he's going to Chelsea yeah he's coming he's, to Chelsea he's not why not why not <laughs> that, mate, why do you think why he is think coming he's not with him, why? What, tell me why not well first of all bingo cards age profile way too old <laughs> not his age <laughs> not his age no the profile of his age his age doesn't concern me. The the profile of his age really does. Way way too old, and I just think they're going to go. He's twenty seven, Josh. Mate, mate, we're literally hunting teenagers, mate. 
We're it's going really well for us. Catching. It's going we're, well for us. That sounds dodgy. I, to, I, yeah. I love it when a yeah. blonde comes to get that. Joseph oh, this is what we're yeah. teenagers. We're hunting teenagers. <laughs> but do, do, do you not need some 27-year-olds? Do you not need some players we, we, with a bit of experience? That's yeah. literally what we've been hearing we, on the show. We absolutely do. I just don't know if that's the kind of guy they're going to go for. I feel they're going to go for someone that's done it abroad, got a really good record in the Bundesliga or La Liga or Syria. Because that always goes well for you, doesn't it? No, it's more sexy. Timo Werner came in with his nice record from the Bundesliga and yeah, didn't I mate, I like Timo Werner. Yeah, I like player. I no, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying I, if it was me, I, I, I look at Chelsea's team and I think what you need is established Premier League players who's done it for a bit and can come in and do it. I mean, he, he doesn't even move, need to move out. So he could come straight to Chelsea and do what he's doing. But honestly, like, look at it. Like, you, you, the age, the wages that he's going to want, he's going to want probably 250, 200 grand a week. Like, Bullocks. No. 100%. 100%. He, he, he's on less than... He's on nine. 27. I know he's, he's on, on nothing now. That doesn't, that doesn't mean what he will want. <laughs> yeah. But hang on, hang Front on. Frontline of Tony Sterling Mudrick, that's going to fire us to 10th yeah, exactly. again. No, but, no, but hang on, hang on. We, it, like, two minutes ago, we're sat here saying we don't know where he's going to go. We don't think he's going to have that many suitors. So, how's he leveraging a 250 grand a week contract? Mate, you know what he's going to do. Number nine with that track record in the Premier League. Like, regardless of where he goes, the agent's going to be all over the wages. All over. Yeah, he'll, he'll get good wages. And also, Bayman, go, Raheem Sterling got how much? Yeah, no. Oh, we're going to. <laughs> yeah. Come on then. Uh, Would you take him? If it is, say, no way. Say, say for example you, you do lose Isaac say he goes to I don't know Arsenal say it's would, would, <laughs> would, would, he's you, just made that happen in his head would, would, you, yeah. would, you, would, you, would you take Tony? No only because uh, he doesn't fit the profile not the age profile <laughs> but the actual <laughs> playing profile of like running like we are a running side and you press from the front Anthony Gordon straight down the throat of the goalkeeper he wouldn't I don't, and we've already been there and done that with him and I don't think you should go back so uh, I think no definitely not he won't come here um, can we just round this up real quick um, top five and then we'll because this has turned into two different videos uh, top five and then a Hoyland versus Nunes final vote so top five number one Haaland who's the second in the league Isaac for me Isaac I would for say, me I would say Isaac as well Isaac okay I can, I can settle with it third Nunes for me for me Tony Tony I think you've got to talk about Watkins and the goal contributions. Like he's way above all of those other options. Do we do we allow those to make up the final of the top five? Um, or can can Hoyland sneak in there? I know. I don't think Hoyland's done enough. Like I think he could by the end of the season be up there, but I don't think he's done enough right now. I, I agree. I agree. Okay, uh, Hoyland versus Nunes, real quick. Who's the winner? Right now. Right now, Nunes. Right now. Yeah, Nunez, easy. The player that I would want to sign for Chelsea would be Hoyland. Really? Yes. 100%. A finisher. I, I can't deal with the chaos. I can't deal with the blood pressure of it. Well, Nunez. Yeah. You, you've already got some stressful players. Oh, honestly. Mate, Nunez and Jackson in the same team is oh, fucking losing. It would be That's awful. Crazy. It would either be 45 goals a season or it would be 10. Mm. <laughs> Literally that close. I couldn't deal with it. I'm going to go Hoyland just because just I just feel like his potential and his finishing that I've seen and I've just seen so much of Nunez's finishing that I just feel like Hoyland long term comes to a higher level mm. but it's it's hard to tell when they're both on fire right now they're, bo- they're both playing very well but you look at the like the four years that Hoyland's going to have in the Premier League over Nunez I just th- could see him developing Mate, I feel like he's living on scraps as well which is making his lean that way even more and also like Nunez it's difficult because he's not necessarily an out and out number nine whereas I always look at Hoyland's as like that number yeah, nine exactly. guy that you want in your team that's why I, I take him at Chelsea because I just think he scores goals for Chelsea 